September 11, 2001. Started on the day, Today Show just like any other day. Good morning. Air Jordan is taxiing for takeoff. Legendary basketball great Michael Jordan is getting ready to return to the game he loves today, Tuesday, September 11, 2001. From NBC News, this is Today with Katie Couric and Matt Lauer. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And good morning. Welcome to Today on a Tuesday morning. I'm Matt Lauer. And I'm Katie Couric. What's that Dolly Parton song? Here we go again. Yeah, unbelievable. We've been talking about this for a long time. He retired from the game back in 1993 to try his hand at baseball. Then he returned in 1995. But he walked away again in 1999 after leading Chicago to six championships. Now the 38-year-old has been working out all summer, playing some pickup games against other NBA players. Outside his restaurant in Chicago on um, just before 9 o'clock Eastern Time, World Trade Center, the first tower is hit, and it's reported live on the air. Okay, I have got to interrupt you right now. Sorry. Richard Hack, thank you very much. We appreciate the book is called Hughes. We want to go live right now and show you a picture of the World Trade Center, where I understand, do we have it? No, we do not. We have a breaking story, though. We're going to come back with that in just a moment. First, this is Today on NBC. As Matt just mentioned, we have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center here in New York City. It happened just a few moments ago, apparently. We have very little information available at this point in time. But on the phone, we do have Jennifer Oberstein, who apparently witnessed this event. Jennifer, can you hear me? Can you please tell me what you saw and give me any information about what's going on there? Yes, I have to tell you. It's quite terrifying. I'm in shock right now. I came out of the subway at Bowling Green. I was heading to work in Battery Park at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and I come out. I heard a boom, looked up, and there was a big ball of fire. I'm now looking north at the World Trade Center, and it is the left twin tower. If I'm looking north, I'm in Battery Park right now. It looks like it's the it's like the top. I can't even tell you. Maybe 20 floors. Do you have any idea what kind of plane it was? I'm sorry? Do you have any idea what hit the World Trade Center? What it was? Yeah, what kind of plane? We're getting reports that an airplane hit the building. Oh, it was, I, I didn't even know that. Honestly, I was, we were all saying around here that it was very interesting that it would be a bomb and it would be so high up. So it, perhaps, it, perhaps it was a plane. There are still things flying in the air. I mean, it, it, it's mind-boggling. Jennifer, it's Matt Lauer. I, I'd like to ask you, while you were close to the building, or, or have you seen anyone who's been injured being taken out of the building? I have not gotten that close. I have to tell you that my father works in the World Financial Center and I first called over there to see because it's next door to see, you know, if, if he was okay. I couldn't get through and I'm far away right now. I thought it might be a little dangerous to get too close. I saw lots of, lots of debris coming down, but the smoke is incredible. I mean, I can't see the top of the tower. It's starting to cover the top of the second tower. In fact, we're looking at pictures right now, Jennifer, with a huge gaping hole on the side of the building and billowing smoke. I definitely see fire. And um, Je Jennifer, you said you're looking north at the building. So in other words, you're south of the building. Yes, is that right? Yes, correct. Be because we're looking at a picture that is looking at the north side of the uh, building. I'm on the exact opposite side. And, and it appears that is where the largest hole is. And again, as you mentioned correctly, toward the top of the building, but on the north side. And then on the what I think is the west side of the building, 
We can also see some holes there that could have been from damage once the impact occurred. Again, we've been told that this is a plane. We don't have confirmation on that, but there is an enormous hole in the north side of that building. Entry of the second plane into the World Trade Center Tower number two that emergency vehicles are there, understandably so, but of course the major concern is human oh loss. I mean, do you know if there were many people in the building? Oh, the another one just hit. Something else just hit. A very large plane just oh. flew directly over my building and there's been another collision. Can you see it? I yes. can yes. see it on this shot. Oh my. Something else has impacted the building. I'm yes. trying to see if it's the different tower. Yeah. It I think is, it may have the been. I believe the tower. first one was World Trade Center 1 and it looks from what I'm seeing on the television like it may have been we're the second see, building. This is hit. a piece of tape and we may actually see another plane enter the picture here in a second. I wonder if there are air traffic control problems. Let's go back to Jennifer Oberstein, who was talking to a second ago. Jennifer, did you see this happen? Hello? Did Jennifer? you just see this happen, Jennifer? Matt, I, I've, I've never seen any, it looks like a movie. I saw a large plane, like a jet, go immediately headed directly into the World Trade Center. It, it, it just flew into it, into the, into the other tower coming from south to north. I watched the plane fly into the World Trade Center. It was a jet. It was a very large plane. It was going fast. It went past the Ritz-Carlton Hotel that's being built in Battery Park. It went, flew right past and almost hit it and then went in. This is so shocking, of course, to everybody watching. That appeared to be at least a 727. We saw it a second ago. Here, it, here comes the videotape that we, we just showed you. You will see what appears to be a large plane. It could be a 727 right there maybe even bigger, flying right into the side of the World Trade Center. It was at least a 727. I Jim Mikloshevsky, first report from the Pentagon. Larry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Jim Mikloshevsky has some new information at the Pentagon. I hope you'll stand by and continue to talk with us. Mick? Katie, I don't want to alarm anybody right now, but apparently there, it, it felt just a few moments ago like there was an explosion of some kind here at the Pentagon. I just stepped out in the hallway. Security guards were hurting people out of the building. And I saw just a moment ago as I looked outside, a number of construction workers who have been working here have taken flight. They're running as far away from the building as they can right now. But the building shook for just a couple of seconds. The windows rattled. And uh, security personnel are doing what they can momentarily to clear this part of the building. Uh, but interestingly enough, uh, one intelligence official here in the building said when he saw what appeared to be the coordinated attack on the World Trade Center, his advice was to stay away from the outside of the building today just in case. Mick, see what you can find out. Please be careful and let us know what's going on there. Jim Mikloshevsky's second report from the Pentagon. We're looking at live pictures of the Pentagon where there is billowing smoke. Mick, Jim Mikloshevsky just reported that he heard a, an explosion. And right now we're looking at an aerial view of the Pentagon. Mick, can you talk to us? Uh, officially, nobody knows exactly what happened. I think the picture is pretty clear. Uh, to give you some perspective, we are almost on the opposite side of the building, the world's largest office building. And as I reported to you, we could feel the building shake and the windows rattle. And as I was in the hallway just a few moments ago, uh, I could smell uh, uh, an acrid kind of smoke, uh, the kind of almost what you'd smell uh, when a uh, fluorescent light goes bad, that kind of ballast smell.
uh, and uh, authorities are clearing the building. I don't know if you can hear the sirens outside right now, uh, but uh, it appears uh, that in what ha I think people uh, here in the building are already describing as a highly sophisticated, coordinated attack, not only against the World Trade Center, uh, but against the, the Pentagon and U.S. military right here in Washington. Tell me again, I, I, I worked at the Pentagon as well, and, and I, it is a huge building. I mean, it's miles and miles of, of offices. At what location did this seem to have uh, detonated? It's at the, it's at the heliport, the uh, heliport, which is, uh, as, as, you, as you sit in the Pentagon, you have the Potomac River and Washington, D.C. on one side, and the heliport is located almost exactly on the opposite side of the building along one of the highways. I want to mention to you, Mick, that we are hearing, again, unconfirmed reports that this was the result of a plane crashing in the area as well. I have no idea, Katie. Uh, all I know is that uh, people who were in the building who came running from that part of the building thought it was a bomb of some kind. We're looking at the White House, uh, Mick, because we are learning, learning that there have been some evacuations from the White House. I'm assuming that everyone is being evacuated from the Pentagon? Uh, well, <laughs> nobody's given us the official word yet. Tom Brokaw announces that nationwide airspace has been shut down. Back in 1993, a German plane being hijacked, and there were fears when it was flown to New York that it might be crashed yep, into yep. something. Now, we have, this is a major development. The Federal Aviation Administration has shut down all air traffic nationwide. This country has been immobilized by these terrorist attacks in terms of air travel today. And we don't know where it goes from here. We'll just ask that uh, you stay with us so that as we get hard information, we can share that with you. There's going to be a lot of speculation. The president has described this apparently as a terrorist attack. The FBI has confirmed that an American Airlines flight Boston to Los Angeles was hijacked. It's believed that that was the first plane that went into the Twin Trade Towers. NBC says that open borders might not be a good thing. What we think so far is a three-pronged attack this morning. Uh, Matt, it, it, it obviously took a lot of coordination. Uh, there's a lot of groups in the world that, uh, that have the ability to coordinate these types of attacks. Uh, as you know, and most people should know, uh, the United States is an open society. I mean, we've talked for years about the, uh, the downside of having our borders basically open uh, and any given day, people fly into our, our airports uh, undocumented and turned into the uh, into the population. They're not terrorists, but I mean, we live in a free society, and I'm not espousing we change. Very, very difficult uh, for the FBI and law enforcement to keep track of this when we live in the society that we live in. Update from the Pentagon. Because Jim McLeishevsky at the Pentagon has some more information for us, Mick. Uh, Katie, uh, my colleague Chris Brown here at the Pentagon uh, encountered some of those who survived uh, whatever it was, whether it was a bomb or an airplane crashing into the Pentagon. Uh, th one of the survivors who uh, was reportedly injured uh, was on the uh, second floor uh, of the D-ring. That is uh, one ring inside the outer ring of the Pentagon when suddenly there was this horrific blast uh, and he said that the second floor buckled upward and then the third floor above him actually collapsed downward. Uh, the scene on the other side of the building as it's being described to us 
Uh, there are people being removed on stretchers. Security forces are evacuating the building right now. And, uh, and according to the officials uh, uh, here at the Pentagon, uh, they still don't know exactly what it was. But as you reported, Katie, eyewitnesses reported that, in fact, it was a plane. That the second tower hit is the first tower to fall something that ultimately ended back. up in the Pentagon. We just saw a live picture of what seemed to be a portion of the building falling away from the World Trade Center. And I don't know whether it's another explosion or a portion of the building falling away, but something major just happened at that building. Yeah, it looks like a big chunk of it has just peeled away. One can only hope that the area has been evacuated, but of course you wonder about all the emergency vehicles and the people who might have been injured early in the morning. Well, you remember when the bomb went off in the basement of it in 1993, how much damage was done throughout that building, how much chaos there was at that time. These are two coordinated airplane attacks on the building on the upper reaches of it. That will have an enormous structural effect. Those buildings, I think that it's fair to say, uh, will probably have to be brought down. Uh, it's too early to speculate on that, but there's been that kind of damage. This, this footage we're seeing right now shows that that the damage is so severe. I mean, we had seen what seemed to be two fairly self-contained impact craters before, and now it appears something much more dramatic has happened to at least one of those towers. These pictures are beyond belief. And of course, this has been the nightmare, Katie, for a national security official for a long time. We talk about nuclear bombs and those kinds of exchanges or invasions, but Everyone has been terribly worried about the suitcase-sized bomb of some kind or an airplane or an attack on our subways in the large cities. And this, obviously, no one had anticipated. Three airplanes that were deliberately aimed at critical targets in America. We can only hope that it's open for over for today, but officials are taking no chances on all that. They're evacuating all critical buildings because, as uh, Mr. Johnson said earlier, this is an open society. James Callstrom the FBI also pointing out that almost anyone can come in here. They have access to so many instruments that can be used as instruments of attack and terrorism, and that certainly has been the case today. In between the two towers falling, they start to try to assess who might have done this. Who might have been responsible for this? I think it is far too early for them, even the best experts in the government, to figure this out. They have one instant reaction, as you know, and it uh, could be wrong, but their immediate reaction in a case like this would be to look toward Osama bin Laden and the collateral groups connected to him, simply because he has proved with the embassy bombings in Africa that he is the one ter terror leader who is capable of this kind of highly coordinated attack. The bombings went off in Tanzania and in Kenya almost simultaneously. It was extraordinarily well coordinated. They proved their case to a jury effectively and have managed to, to develop a great deal of information from sources from in fact turning some former members of his network. Andrea. So they believe, Tom, that he is the most likely person, but it's far too early to say anything. We want yes, to uh, tell you that American Airlines has confirmed that one of its flights, American Airlines flight number 11 from Boston's Logan Airport, scheduled to go to LAX. It left at 8 a.m. this morning. 45 minutes later, it was diverted into the World Trade Center. It was the airline that was involved. About an hour after the first impact, we saw some dramatic footage of a portion of one of the Twin Towers, actually it appearing to fall away from the rest of the building. Can we go to the tape now? Here we go, right here. This is, I mean, when you look at it, the building has collapsed. 
That tower just came down. Bob, we're also looking at the lower end of Manhattan now as a result of the collapse of one uh, World Trade Center. Uh, that whole financial district is now engulfed in smoke and debris, and there probably is going to be a lot more uh, smoke inhalation problems as a result well, of this. Almost certainly, Tom. I, I was actually standing and saw that collapse, and everybody here just gasped. And uh, Even, the, even the, the medical workers and the ambulance attendants, when they saw that, the people who are used to tragedy, uh, grabbed each other, hugged each other, and some started to cry. Well, and of think course, of what one just wonders happened. about the triage unit. Exactly, that's been we're set close up. to the base of that building, trying to evacuate people. And when a building of that size falls, it does not fall on its own footprint. Tom broke our commentary in between the first and second towers falling. It goes without saying this is the most serious attack in the United States in more than 100 years. Uh, not since the War of 1812 and certainly the damage that we did to ourselves during the Civil War have, has this country suffered this kind of damage uh, within its interior. Obviously Pearl Harbor, which uh, triggered World War II, was a horrific event as well. But there has never been an event to match the magnitude of this one in which everything has been shut down in terms of air traffic. The national capital has been immobilized, the White House, State Department, Pentagon has been attacked. The financial markets have been shut down. There is an untold loss of life here in Manhattan, the nerve center of America, to say nothing of what's going on at the Pentagon. It right. looks like a movie, frankly, right. yeah. that this is unfolding, and it combines the horror of the TWA Flight 800 bombing and the Murrah Federal Building because it's both of these incidents, of course, coming together in the most horrific way. By now, I would guess that everyone is up across all the time zones in America. It's uh, 7.15 in the West, obviously, but for those of you who are just joining us at uh, 8.45 Eastern Time, 8.42 Eastern Time today, an American Airlines flight, uh, Flight 11 from Boston to LAX, was crashed into one of the World Trade Center uh, buildings. Uh, Fifteen minutes later, another plane hit the other one. That has that building has now collapsed. Uh, within an hour of those two attacks, the Pentagon was hit. Now we're told by a plane, an untold number of casualties there. Katie, what we're worried about now is that the other building may come down. Uh, they've obviously evacuated that whole area as a result of the crash of one. World Trade Center. Now I'm told that there's concern about the second one collapsing as well. Plainly, there's been an enormous amount of structural damage. World Trade Center, the second one comes down. Live footage. The time was 10.29 a.m. Eastern Time. Can you tell me a little bit more? Well, actually, let's look at these live pictures at the World Trade Center. The other tower of the World Trade Center has just collapse you are looking at live pictures of the second twin tower at the world trade center collapsing as a result of the crash of an airplane into its side that i believe was the first tower that was struck this morning at 8:42 eastern time the profile collapsed. of manhattan has been changed there's been a declaration of war by terrorists on the united states there's not one but both Trade Center towers have now collapsed. More than a hundred stories of steel, concrete. We are back at 10.30 Eastern Time on this Tuesday morning, this horrific, incredible, not-to-be-believed Tuesday morning. You are looking at live pictures of the World Trade Center where just a few minutes ago, within the last minute actually, the second Twin Tower collapsed. Just to recap, if you're just joining us, around 8.42 Eastern Time this morning here in New York City, a plane crashed into the right twin tower of the World Trade Center about two-thirds of the way up the building, leaving a huge gaping hole, a huge fire, 
and tons of billowing smoke. About 25 minutes later, a second jet, believed to be a 727 or a 737, some a 757 even. then crashed in the second twin tower. The first plane, incidentally, was en route from Boston, Massachusetts to Los Angeles. But about an hour after the first collision at the Pentagon, reportedly another plane crashed into the Pentagon, which is just outside Washington, D.C. in northern Virginia. All air traffic has been stopped. Government buildings have been evacuated, as have other buildings across the country. The Sears Tower in Chicago was evacuated. Afternoon live coverage. Morning. We're going to go now to Washington, to Campbell Brown, who is across the street from the White House, which, as we mentioned, has been evacuated. Campbell, what's the latest? Well, Katie, we're not actually sure at the moment if um, the where exactly the president is right now. He was in Florida this morning. We are, understand that he was told uh, about the situation while he was in a holding room at the Booker Elementary School, where he was scheduled to do a reading event. He was talked uh, or was informed by his national security advisor, Condoleezza Rice, by telephone while he was in that holding room of the first incident when the first plane crashed into the World Trade Center. He was actually reading to children when he heard about the second incident, and that was from Andy Card, his chief of staff, who uh, whispered in the president's ear while he was reading to children. Uh, he, we are told by White House officials that um, he is planning to uh, convene a, a, secure, a national security meeting of all of his top advisors. We do know that national security advisor Condoleezza Rice and other key officials are now meeting in the Situation Room at the White House. One of the questions, Katie, that, that we're asking right now, given that no one's been informed where the president is, uh, and this is, of course, deliberate, is whether or not the White House will decide to put him on the so-called doomsday plane. This is a special plane designed uh, for the president, the president in the event of a nuclear attack, and it's far more sophisticated than Air Force One. It has the absolute most advanced... Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Live footage from that day. Maybe about 90 passengers on board this plane. Of course, we are waiting to hear more information about that. Uh, and as soon as something becomes available, we will definitely uh, pass it along to you, David and Peggy. Okay, uh, Rick, thank you very much. We're back uh, as well on WPXI. Uh, coverage for you live here of the situation in Pittsburgh. Of course, you've been watching network coverage of the uh, horrific situation in New York and in Washington, and this has touched Pittsburgh. There is the crash scene. Uh, this is um, near Shanksville. Stony Creek Township, Somerset County, Lambertsville Road. There you see the crater, and there you can see, Peggy, just the, the tiniest bits of, of white debris, and there's really nothing left of that plane. And the most chilling thing, Dave, is to hear of that 911 call that apparently came into a, a Westmoreland County 911 dispatcher <clears throat> from a passenger on that plane. That, that is chilling. Oh, to say repeatedly, it's not a hoax, it's not a hoax. Believe me when I say this plane has been hijacked. United Flight number 93 out of Newark headed towards San Francisco, crashing in Somerset County. And, uh, and, and we can only assume, we don't know for sure, we can only assume that this is somehow all connected to what's been going on in New York and in Washington, uh, in uh, literally America under attack. Um, again, a live picture there, uh, a picture from the scene of the plane crash in western Pennsylvania. So yes, indeed, uh, what's been going on uh, on the east coast of this country uh, has had some effect where we live here. Yeah, how unlikely to think that uh, Pittsburgh would have a significant part in uh, what happened this morning, which was so 
terribly troubling and then it just escalated it got worse you know when you thought it couldn't get worse it would get worse and that is what has left everyone so frightened and uh, today as i was coming in for work there was just an exodus from the city of pittsburgh the roads are clogged with people trying to get home to their families from downtown it's really nothing like we've ever seen before here i think that's uh, safe to say and uh, again just a, a quick update on uh, the plane crash here in our area it was united 757 we don't know how many people are on board we have to assume the worst given uh, the pictures we've seen there and the uh, the accounts of the scene of a crater in the ground and very very little in the way of debris rick earl just telling us uh... that uh, the largest piece they found is about five uh... five feet long then you look at that shot it it looks like a war scene it does. There's nothing else you compare it can compare it to rick earl is back on the line with us rick go ahead yeah peggy um, I, I understand you now have video uh, of the scene again that's that uh, huge crater with debris scattered all over the area I did speak uh, just a short time ago to some more eyewitnesses. Apparently several people saw this plane go down. Uh, I just talked to one eyewitness who said uh, he, he was working here. It's his second day on the job at a salvage yard here, and he heard the plane. And he looked up, and he thought it was flying rather low, and then he watched it as it continued along the horizon right in front of him, and he said all of a sudden the, the plane just took a, took a dive and, and uh, apparently went down at about a 45-degree angle. Uh, the nose hit first. He said there was a huge explosion that he said there was a huge ball of fire and smoke billowing up from the uh, from the area he said he immediately contacted uh, uh, some other of his workers who were in the area they heard the uh, the explosion as well and saw the fire and then all of them went running down to the scene to see what they could uh, see if they could help in fact and he said by the time they got there he said there was virtually nothing left of that plane you know just debris scattered throughout the area and of course that huge crater uh, but like you said, Peggy, the, the most chilling uh, uh, thing of all is that 911 call that apparently came in from the passenger on the plane. Uh, when I was told that earlier today, uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, it's just chilling, Peggy. I can't describe it in any other words. End of show sequence.